Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly and you'll feel ignited from real life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. Mindset, meditation, and motivation. You will learn how to shift your mindset, ignite your inner fire, and make positive, bold moves in your life. I am so, so, so excited to introduce you to my first, yes, first podcast of so many more that is ahead. And what I'm excited of letting you guys know all about today is all about me. Who is this Dr. Allie? Well, I'll tell you a little bit and I'll give you a little bit of what you'll get as we move forward with this podcast season. Officially to most, I am Alicia Griffith. And somehow, affectionately, somehow, well, I would like to say I definitely know it was it was birthed from. It was actually birthed from my coach, Miss Lisa Nichols. I became Dr. Allie. So I always say now it's affectionately known as Dr. Allie. And I am that down Brooklyn girl that is birthed from Caribbean parents. My parents, my mother and my dad are both from Guyana, which is a beautiful country in South America. I also have been highly impacted by my stepdad or my other dad, and he is from Trinidad, the beautiful island of Trinidad. So you're going to hear this distinct accent that I have. But even though I have these Caribbean roots, which you will hear in some of the many words that I produce throughout this podcast, I was actually born in a small town called Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yes, Stillwater, Oklahoma. That was where my parents went for graduate school. They actually received a scholarship from Guyana. And they came up to do their master's um, to the United States in Oklahoma. And they had this beautiful, bouncing, lively baby girl in September 6th, 1976. Yes, I'm okay with saying what year. I'm okay with saying the date of when I was born. Because I was actually born on Labor Day, y'all. So... My mom always tells me the story that the doctor told her, you will be having labor on Labor Day. It's also the time of the year that you will see me always celebrating my birthday, uh, being that I'm from Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, Labor Day is a big Caribbean uh, experience, is what I would love to say. There's lots of parties and lots of introduction to our, our different Caribbean islands, and it's just a fun time. Which really speaks a lot about me. I love to have fun. I love soca. I love dancing. Um, I just love celebrating life. But it wasn't always like this, y'all. Um, 
I had a childhood where uh, both of my parents, they separated at a very young age. Um, it was very difficult for my mom. And I saw my mom uh, going through life almost in that state of always having to fight to survive. And as a child, I would remember trying to do everything that I can do so that I could not bring her any additional pain. It's like, you know, when you see your parents are in pain and you want to do anything and everything to just prevent that state of pain. I know for a major part of my life that there was pain. You know, you can felt, you can feel it. She didn't have to say it, but you can feel her pain. So that began my journey to perfectionism. <laughs> yes, I was going to be this perfect child, this perfect girl who was going to go to school and listen to her mom and do everything perfect. And I did it mostly because I wanted to be the source of joy for her. So I sit down and I think about now, how does that apply to my mindset? From a young age, I have been shifting my mindset towards being someone else, being this perfect person, and really trying my best to be the light for my mom. And that began really this mindset work. You know, now as I sit down and I reflect and I'm talking to you, I now realize that that began the work to where... Um, I started creating strategies in my head of what I needed to do to be this perfect child. Fast forward ahead, I had pretty much the same concept for my son, right? I, here I am, I'm pregnant, I, I'm going to be... I, pretty much did things the way I'm supposed to do. I went to school. I, I did all my prenatals. And here I am now doing the things, quote unquote, that I think is supposed to be perfect, having a child and expecting him now to be perfect. And now, you know, the roles are reversed. There I was trying to be perfect for my mom. And now here's this child trying to be perfect. Or here I am thinking I'm going to have the perfect child. Well, <laughs> I was rudely awakened with the fact that he was diagnosed to be on the autism spectrum. And we'll get into a lot of the stories of the details and, and how, uh, how I dealt with that situation or how I really worked through it. But the key, what I really wanted you guys to know just about me is the fact that there was this place of perfection that was ingrained in me and maybe not on purpose, but it was a purpose done. And I don't know if many of you guys feel that out there where you are constantly looking for this place of perfection and you pretty much want everyone else around you to be perfect and live up to the standards that you think that they should be doing. Fast forward, knowing that my son is not quote unquote perfect, you know, he looked what I thought would be perfect, which means he had his, you know, two eyes were working, nose was working, mouth was working, 10 fingers, 10 toes. But now he's dealing with a different ability, a different way that he was going to have to traverse life. And that began the reality of there was no such thing as perfection. Boom, that hit me straight. Like if anything else could have hit me in my life, I think that was the, the one of the things that helped me to realize that I didn't have to be perfect. Neither did I need him to be perfect. And I stopped expecting everyone else around me to be perfect. So 
as we go through this podcast and as we do some more shows, we're going to talk a little bit more about some strategies I use overcoming some of the obstacles that have shown up in my life and through of the strategies and tools that I've learned along the way, just realizing that that's just the way my is how it is to go through feeling completely abandoned, right, at certain times. same um, comparison to what's going on in your life, whether it's special needs. I know it will help you because it helped me and it helps many others when I get the opportunity to go. Like I was always the leader in the pack. I was always the one that was strong. I was necessarily just born ingrained the leader. I just think my mindset. ideas, I was curious about actually implementing it. So I would have the idea, then I would do it. I would have the idea, and then you would see me doing it. And yeah, I fell a lot of times. Yes, I made a lot of errors along the way, but I also got a lot of wins through this. And what I began to realize is when I turned around, I would see others doing the same. And I remember specifically when I was in a step class and I was in my what, 20s, upper 20s, and I was in a step class at a gym and I was stepping away, stepping away, going up. You know, I love step because I told you I like music and I love dance. And my uh, the instructor, I would stop and I would take some water. You know, whenever I got tired, I would stop and take some, take some water. And he came up to me one day after class and he was like, you know, Ali, every time you stop, other people stop around you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just here to step. I'm not here to lead. I'm not here to do anything like that. I'm just here to get on these rises and have a good time. And he was like, no, I want you to take a look at that. Look at what's happening around you as I get goosebumps as I'm sharing this story. Because I want you to understand where the, that mindset shift towards being a leader really kicked in. When he told me, look around and notice that when I stop, others stop to get water. And when I powered through, others were powering through with me. The same people or different people who may have stopped before were still powering through me. And at that moment, I began to, it was the beginning. It's definitely not the ending because I definitely needed a few other um, experiences to really, really embrace my servant leadership, my leadership capabilities. But the fact that others were 
were looking at me as an example because they felt if she can do it, I can do it. Now, being an example for positive also works for negative. So if I can stop, if I'm going to stop, if I'm going to give up on myself, look around to see who's watching because others are going to do the same. Boom. And I landed this because I know someone out there just really internalized that part of knowing that you are a leader because you were placed here to lead in your unique gifts. And the minute you stop, the minute you give up on yourself, the minute you tell yourself, I can't, is the moment others around you are impacted with your decision. So as we get off this podcast today and as we move on to listening to the others, I know you're going to slide into your next podcast. Just think about that as, 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 your, as your message for today, whether that's the one that's supposed to resonate with you or not. And the last thing I want to share about you, about me and what you're going to learn more as we move forward in the podcast. And I'm excited because we're going to do different types of lessons and stories and we're going to talk about mindset stuff. And then ways that I use meditation in my life and how it's impacted me, because it's something that's not How does, how does that really get you to actually move? How does it get you to inspire others? And lots of quirks about me was that I learned I had the ability to connect. I had the ability to connect with people. And what and as simple as that sounds, it My voice mattered, and so does yours. And as and the hum the humanitarian aspect of why is it that we need to improve our Every single word that I say. Big gifts that I have out there. I have a gigantic heart. And my Zachary was given this same.
But I wanted to get started. And when you listen to this, you're not going to hear perfection. When you actually supposed to be in life is to get started. And as scared. name being put in a name or a headliner of a show. And I got my yes. Yes. Go out there and do this. Go out there and inspire. So what I ask of you to my um, meditation that I use and and it's going to be more about the uh, the activities that I use towards being a parent of a child with autism. You're going to hear a lot. Reviews matter, especially when you're now launching a new uh, platform. And then follow this, that you know needs to hear this from a Brooklyn girl who was raised in the Caribbean. That I was trying to do and threw that out the window and just say, take me as I am. So make sure you follow, make sure you definitely sign up on my website. in passion. I'm just going out there just giving you 15 amazing quick tips that I've been using in my life. So if you want access to Dr. Allie, Dr. Allie Griffith, welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show.